Hello, everybody, and welcome to the second episode of the Isolation Station podcast. Uh, so today's episode is going to be all things related to gaming. So we're just going to be talking about, you know, what got us into gaming, childhood games, stuff like that. So uh, on the podcast today, we've got myself, Scott. Uh, I'm Mackenzie, and we've got ourselves a guest here today. Uh, do you want to introduce yourself? Hello, everyone. I'm the Highland Fair. So we decided to bring one of Scott's good old friends uh, that I also know, Robert. Uh, so we're going to be getting some questions rolling between all three of us, uh, get different views and ideas, bounce backwards and forwards for the next well, hour and a half, two hours. <laughs> oh, So Scott, do you want to kick us off? So, I mean, the first topic that we have here is, like, what actually got us into gaming. So, I mean, like, what, yeah, what what got you into gaming? You know, Mackenzie, Robert. Okay, I'll, I'll go first, I'll go first. So, uh, what got me into gaming originally was, at the age of three, I was given my first PC. Okay, so my nan bought me my first computer when I was three. Freaking Windows, like... I'm pretty sure it had Windows XP or even Windows 98 on it. I'm pretty sure it was Windows 98. So that was cracked. That was that was just the worst thing to ever use. But I used to remember playing games on floppy disks. Okay, so <laughs> oh, do you ask people nowadays what a floppy disk is and half of them don't even know what it is? But yeah, so we had floppy disks. But most of the games I started playing when I was a kid were like learning games, right? So you had like you know, your maths games and your English games. They were actually quite fun, to be honest. And I go back and play them now just for nostalgia reasons. But then, like, later on, kind of got more into, like, action-based games. So I think the main game I used to play was Action Man on the PC. Um, that was that was interesting. That was quite a fun game. So I, I used to remember sitting... So we had this, um, this, like, blue office chair. Like, blue padded office chair. I remember being sat at it, right? We had this metal metal frame desk with like holes in it like meshed holes it was like really weird and we had this just a white like if i say like a 90s computer tower you guys know what that is right where it's just the creamy white one. Oh god yeah was it like does it was it like stained no it was just white. like a matte matte yeah, creamy would be. like a matte creamy where it would go like yellow if you left it in the sun. Yeah. yeah yeah so we have one of those i just remember that uh, I didn't know Action Man had a game. Yeah, I remember. It did. I remember it having like a figure, but I didn't realize that there was a game. Yeah, there was. There was a few games actually. Um, and then obviously after that, I think when I was five, my dad came home with, <clears throat> with a PlayStation one day. Um, that was fun to play on. It was mainly his, but say as a kid, you kind of play on it a little bit more. And then uh, before that, actually, I think I had a Game Boy for Christmas one year. Um, and I mainly played like Pokemon on that. What one? Po Pokemon. Yeah. What Game Boy? What, so I had the Game Boy Advance Boy? SP. Okay. What uh, color was it? Silver. Yeah, the silver one. The SP was the flip up, right? Yeah, it was the flip up one. Yeah, the the, the square flip up one. <laughs> uh, that was fun. Uh, playing Pokemon Red on that was great. Uh, because like the cartridge was pre owned, so when I originally got it, some kid had been playing on it, or some guy had been playing on it. And I was like, "Oh, dude, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna crack this game out." Four year old me. So I just wipe the game, get all the way through it, and then like the cartridge breaks by the time I get to the Elite Four. 
so um and then like obviously as you grow up we then had like the ds which replaced the game boy and we had the wii um i barely played on like a gamecube or anything like that because we didn't have that there's mainly like sony and nintendo kind of more like after 2000s was more kind of what we had in our house and then like yeah. pc gaming obviously from such a young age but yeah that, that that's that's pretty much mainly what got me into gaming um, yeah mine's mine's kind of like a little bit similar to yours like i, I didn't get a pc like at fucking three <laughs> years old um but i think my first exposure to it was having a game boy i had a game boy advance like the c3 one and I had the, pur- to... the purple one. No, I had the C. It... Was it purple? It was like see-through more than purple. Oh, I thought like it was like clear, a... like, like oh. literally. Like, oh, right, okay. Yeah, like clear plastic. And it didn't have. It didn't come with a back, so I had to like tape the batteries into the back of it <laughs> every time that I needed to change it. And I didn't have Pokemon or anything. I had like all these really like weird games. Do you know, like where you get like a thousand and one cartridges, stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah very very legal things but like yeah did your dad get so, you those yeah 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 and like i bought them when you go on holiday when you were like in spain or something as a little kid what you buy like pokemon like <laughs> po- 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 pokemon bronze or something it's pretty po- much just yeah. pokemon diamond but yeah. can be completely bold bronze, reskin. <laughs> bold bronze be completely like reskinned yeah. Uh, but like it was a Game Boy, and then I got a GameCube, and then I got a PlayStation Two. So like I got a GameCube at the same time as I got a PlayStation Two. I don't know why. I think I was just gifted the GameCube, and then I decided to buy the PlayStation Two on this little shitty box TV, little tiny blue box TV, and I just remember playing, yeah, games on that constantly. And then developed over time, got upgraded my Game Boy to a DS. And stuff like that, yeah. But that was pretty much it. Go on then, Robert. What about you? Yeah, Robert, go ahead. Alright, well, what got me into gaming was uh, my two older sisters had actually owned a N64 for most of their childhood. So I mainly latched onto that, playing such things as Banjo-Kazooie. The original Banjo-Kazooie. Okay. That, I think was such a highlight and like good intro for gaming for me because that was sort of the the pivotal time in what like the 90s of what gaming was like it was start it was slowly growing definitely definitely as, it wasn't as, like it wasn't like yeah. it is now where like no. where like it's like kind of normalized i feel like gaming game consoles back in the day was very like a niche thing Oh yeah, like Definitely. you you ask you ask pretty much anyone, and it's like yeah, I've played video games, but like back then it was like you only play video games if you wanted to play video games. It didn't feel normalized, right? It was sort of a taboo. I'm sure there was probably plenty of articles about uh, it's bad for children and it'll <laughs> rot their brain and <laughs> that, but you know what? What did you expect from people? But exactly. From from there, I thought, oh, why can't I take this everywhere with me? So, of course, the Game Boy Advance comes out. And what better to play on the Game Boy Advance than Pokemon Red? 
Oh yes, Pokemon well, Red. I, I'm just gonna keep asking, like, what color Game Boy did you have? Because like, I this... had the it was like see-through purple. Ah, oh, right, yes, like the okay. nostalgia one. Yeah, the nostalgia yeah, one, yeah, 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 yeah. The original. I think it was the original. Because it was, of course, the Game Boy. I think my sisters had the original Game Boy, but they had Pokemon Yellow. It was on like a big fat cartridge, almost like a memory card. Yeah, on the the original Game Boy. Uh, cards, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the red and red, red, yellow, and blue were all big cartridges. Like, mm -hmm. and then obviously they remade them then for Game Boys, which were obviously the smaller cartridges. Uh, but then they only made Fire Red and Leaf Green. Um, yeah. But yeah, playing on like seeing how like the consoles have developed from like how big they used to be and how at the time they were good but compared to now bad they are, but how fast they developed is like that that's another thing to see. Like the trend of increase. But it wasn't yeah, like uh it wasn't just something that was like, Oh, we'll do it for a bit and then we won't bother with gaming anymore. It's like just kept going up, 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 up and up. They saw progress with it, and I think to this day they still latch on to it, but from there it was definitely the Game Boy Advance SP, and it was the Rayman game, I can't remember the name of it, but it was definitely part of a, like a special edition. It was definitely weird to see like a flip Game Boy. Yeah, compared to like, you know, every other Game Boy that come beforehand was this chunky. Obviously, the original Game Boy was chunky. Then the Game Boy Color was chunky, and then mm. the Advance was kind of like flat. Yeah, but it's all this one screen buttons next to each other, and then they bring this flip one, which was kind That's of nice. which was obviously when closed, it was still quite thick, mm -hmm. but at the same time, it was like smaller. It, right, it flipped. I don't, I don't understand why they did that, but I guess it was kind of like a, maybe in the way they brought out flip phones, because flip phones became quite popular around that time, so maybe they were kind of following that trend of flip phones. Kind of Probably, yeah. I make it some sort of design input in that sense. Most likely. To try and help like reduce the size of it in a way that you can kind of carry it in your pocket. Right. Because I forget this was the time where people had bigger pockets and we weren't all wearing skinny jeans that we can barely fit an iPhone 12 Pro Max into our pockets of. Yeah, it was funny to kind of grow up and watch technology go from big to small and back to big again. <laughs> That's, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Right, so we've talked about what got us into gaming. What about childhood games? Okay. So, like, what games did you play as a child that are nostalgic to you? I'm sticking your mind so well. Do you want to start, Scott? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, ooh, like, it's probably Ratchet & Clank is mine most. Oh. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know. I remember you buzzing about um, that all the time as a kid. So, yeah, so, like, it was on PS2. I played the trilogy, like, religiously on the PS2. That's all I played, pretty much, on on that. But, like, if we went back a little bit further... Probably like Tomb Raider 
on the like PlayStation One, and then a little bit of like Medal of Honor and Time Crisis. But like, I wasn't really allowed to play, you know, stuff like that. So like, it was like, oh, go around a friend's house and then you could play it more <laughs> than like playing it actually in my uh, own house. Uh, I think that's it. Obviously, there's a a few other things, but um, those are the ones that stick out. Okay. Do you want to take center, Robert? Yeah, yeah. So I would say after those kind of early generation consoles, I got a PlayStation 2 on Christmas. And before even Ratchet & Clank was like my main game, Crash Bandicoot, The Wrath of Cortex, Christmas. Okay. Yeah, yes. Definitely something like that stands out in my mind as I'll be old and grey, but still remember those levels. Mm-hmm. Just how the graphics had jumped from like the the GameCube and the N sixty four and all those consoles to what it was then. I could definitely see this is going somewhere and I can't wait to follow along with it. Yeah, I I I think I played the that was the second game, right? I think so. Yeah, because I I played the second game before the first game as well, but like <laughs> I har- I hardly remember it, which is kind of sad. I remember yeah. the in the second game you got to meet his girlfriend or whatever, right? Right. I think I I I can't remember her name, dude. Uh, but yeah, I remember that was a good game. Hmm. So. So like whereas like you guys probably like Crash Bandicoot and stuff, I was definitely main like mainly a Spyro hardcore gamer, mm. definitely a Spyro gamer, and um, played through one, two, and three definitely. Three was like my religious game. That was literally come home every day. Everything was Spyro. Everything was Spyro. It got to the point where my parents thought I had a problem. Like. At school, I would only talk about Spyro. It was Spyro, 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 Spyro. Because I was playing it that much. Like, oh, dudes, I'm at, like... Because, obviously, like when you went onto the save file, it had your, like, like percentage completion underneath your thing. So, like, I knew how far up the game I was getting. And I was like, guys, I'm, like, 80%. 80%, like, complete. 90% complete. And these, like... It's just always about Spyro. Always, 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 always. And, like... <laughs> my parents tell me years later that they're, like... We actually thought you had a problem <laughs> because it's all you would talk about. But I was like, I like, I'm addicted to Spyro. Even like, just because then I can play it everywhere. Different saves everywhere. It's a jumble to play because sometimes I play on PC and I'm like, oh, I'm at like 50%, and I'll pick up my Switch. I'm like, why am I only on 20%? I'm pretty sure I've played more of this. <laughs> and it's like, oh no, that's on my PC. Um, Pokemon definitely. I was a big Pokemon fan. Uh. Up until like Gen Four. After Gen Four, I kind of saw like a slope down, and kind of haven't been a sort of fan since then. But original Pokemon, definitely. But other than coming home and playing Spyro every day, kind of like what got me big into PC gaming, RuneScape. Okay, I remember playing RuneScape at like the age of nine or ten. Okay. It was cracked, like, because it, it was just like, obviously, you guys played RuneScape, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think you, I played a little, a little, yeah. a little bit. Yeah. You've been to the Grand Exchange. <laughs> yeah. It's just like a seller's buyer's market, dude. It's just like people selling, and it's just like advertisements. It's great. 
like back in the day everyone used to do the funky weird text everywhere so like your screen was just filled with this whacked off text um because yeah i used to play with my uh some people from like primary school so we'd all jump on and we'd discord wasn't a thing so do you know what we used msn Oh, yeah. msn <laughs> that's how we used to communicate was msn because obviously that's... it was better than trying to text in game than to type in game yeah. so you would just message someone on like uh msn like you message the group be like oh, i'm on lads i'm on like broad 11 like let's go i'll meet you guys and <laughs> i'll meet you guys in lumbridge and it's just like that's... yeah it's kind of just weird that it's still like that, you know, like, oh, you just messaged, yeah. messaged the chat or like whatever uh, you use and be like, oh, yeah, I'm on. Like, it's still the same, uh, <laughs> like, idea. Yeah, not progressed a little since then, but, you know. Yeah. Um, oh, you're on the topic of, like, RuneScape. It's kind of like, like, web browser games is a big thing. Uh, mm -hmm. Like, Miniclip. Oh, mini clip. Oh, yes. Yeah. I thought you were gonna. I thought like... you were gonna like make a meme and say like cool maths no, no. games or something. Cool, no, cool. <laughs> I was about too. to say cool maths that games, too. dude. Because like in primary, it started in primary school. Like, but you used to do it in like ICT. You know, mm. you did. <laughs> you used to try and get like unblocked games. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, you used to play like all the really weird flash games and stuff. You know, ripoffs of actual games. Like, but there was like uh i'm trying to think of what it was called like the ones that i played the most were like uh the little run-in alien man and stuff like that like the way you jump on the, the four walls oh, it was all like really one weird ones you know to pass the time and stuff like that but yeah they're they're like a honorable mention definitely definitely honorable mentions go to like cool maths games and like all the little flash games that were played online and like once you found a website you tried to keep it like hush hush so it didn't get blocked yeah just to be like yo low-key just like kind of like slide the link over to them you know just like... yeah and, and then, then like and then, and then like some 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 kid would rat on you and then the next day it's blocked and you're like well yeah. gotta find another one but and then you just fucking you know went on internet hacker mode just gotta find the next one ah uh, exactly exactly yeah. okay well I guess we can move on to like what are you guys currently playing or what we we all currently playing i guess we're all currently playing because we're all in the same group yeah um go on then robert you can you can kick this one off yeah i mean with the past couple of years it's definitely been apex legends that as a game has just skyrocketed it has taken off like no other game Hmm. I th I feel like Apex is probably the battle royale that's lasted the longest. Like there is PUBG and stuff, which is still popular, yeah. but like the fact that Apex is still pumping out like as much content as it is, like compared to other battle royale. I'm not mentioning the one that will that. Yeah, I mean the one <laughs> started at all. That yeah. does that that. Well, Minecraft, know, Fortnite... Minecraft, Minecraft Hunger Games. Fortnite. <laughs> That's what started Fort it all, guys. Minecraft Hunger uh, Games started yeah. battle royales. I don't, I don't want these, uh, I don't want these zoomers coming in I'm, and telling me that it's no, Fortnite yeah. that started it. But no, but it's like games that are dedicated just to battle royale. You could say them. Okay. So Fortnite is the still biggest. 
I would probably. But it is dying. It is dying. It but is like, slowly dying. I think a lot Apex of people are trans is... transitioning off of it. Yeah, Apex is more for like you know, uh, young, you know, teenagers slash young adults because it's more of like a FPS shooter. It's also um, like high energy, high energy, fast. Yeah, pace. fast, fast. Like because you've got all the movements. I mean, you've got the movement tech, you've got sliding, you've got abilities. Whereas I feel like Fortnite is like you run, and that is it. You run and build. Like I feel like in Fortnite, if you can't build, you're at a massive disadvantage. Whereas like yeah. Apex, the learning curve is kind of like there's two curves. There's the the gun skill, and then there's the ability slash movement. Because it's okay, you might as long as you have got better aim than someone else, you can still outgun them even if they've got better movement than you. As long as you can track them. But if you've got movement and aim, so you can do these cracked ass movements like bunny hop down like a slope so you're getting extra speed momentum or you can bunny hop around a corner whilst popping a bat or, or healing up you're gonna do better than someone that's just you know not doing those movements so you've got those two different like categories there mm. whereas like definitely say no no go on go on no no you go so i would definitely say call of duty but that has a love-hate relationship that is very love-hate especially current years yeah there was never any love hate back in the day back in the day it was so easy now it's definitely love hate um some of the turns i've taken not the best not the greatest but um and definitely can definitely say like cod isn't on my current games list no definitely not but what we can do is we could put our good friend Destiny 2 on the list. <laughs> uh, so I'd say probably for since Forsaken, right, Scott? Probably from Forsaken, me and you have played that game quite religiously. Yeah, it's it's our it's our main game. I'd know? probably say it's like our main game. Yeah, like just um, sticking with it throughout all the dry periods, regardless, you know. Um. But yeah, it's a it's got a soft spot in my heart, you know. Play from playing yeah, Destiny, Destiny One, one. Destiny to Destiny one, Two, yeah. yeah. You know, just always having uh, people to play it with uh, helps a lot. So it's it's a game that you've pretty much got to play with friends, otherwise you all just go insane. Um, yeah, always love the grind games like that. You know, MMOs, MMO type games where yeah. Loot, loot shooters and MMOs yeah. where you've got to grind for it and grind it's not just, not the, just handed to you. Yeah, for the exact role that you want and stuff like that. Yeah, that's Gotta that's the stuff it. I love. Yeah. They talk about grinding. Robert, you grind a game, don't you? Yeah. Uh, as far as big MMOs come, World of Warcraft has been there since the beginning. Since what, 2004? 2002? It's been there since runescape it's still quite a widely played mmo but it has taken its tops and turns over the years just like call of duty depending on you know how they push the idea and how they deliver it to players it either works or it just falls out of their hands and they have to try and pick up the pieces I guess it's dependent so, uh, on like the update they do, the buffs and nerfs to different characters yeah. and stuff. 
The same works for Destiny. Follows through on expansions and expansions. Yeah, you got your buffs and debuffs and nerfs and stuff. They do. Exactly. Exactly. And like, especially with like World of Warcraft, they've always got a big hype up for it. Their oh, yeah. next expansion. Especially now they do cinematics and stuff. So like cinematic trailers. So like the cinematic team for Blizzard and the audio team and the visual team, they carry those games nowadays. How how it used to be where the story would carry everything and everything would be like background, like adding to it. It's now the background is holding the story together. I can see that. I can see like where like the visuals like the way the story is told during the trailer kind of entices you to play rather than oh it's another story i'm gonna get it because i like the story uh, i feel like at the minute a lot of games when it comes to story aren't progressive with the story if that makes sense like yeah like like you buy a book to read the next part of the story in the series don't you in the trilogy Right. I feel like you don't really buy an expansion for the story. You buy it because it's part of the game that you're playing. Right. And the story is just there. You enjoy the game enough to want to continue that story. And if the writers of the game, like, slip up on themselves, it can really ruin your idea that you had of the game. And it can it can put a lot of people off. Yeah. Just, just altering the story. Because some people are, like, big... It, enthusiasts for stories in games and it's like you yeah. mess with the story too much and people are like well this doesn't add up with this and you've contradicted yourself here and they kind of go well why should i play it when you guys don't even have a clue what's going on right i think i think with how games used to be when we were when we were children, I think they cared a lot more back then. The companies weren't massive. They didn't have a lot of people employed. The sort of the game you got was their culmination of blood, sweat, and tears to give you something worth playing, something that they wanted to play. Whereas now, it can be that, but there's also higher ups in those com- in those companies that are just how can we pump the most amount of money out of this? Exactly. It's like, how do we pump money? Right, we cut part of the story, we go put it in a DLC. There you go. We charge it you on a yearly basis. That's that's probably the easiest way to do it, let's be honest. If you want to yeah. keep the story rolling. Because um, it's like, oh, we could have this amazing, amazing story for a whole year. Or what we could do is charge you £40 for this... And then next year we charge you £40 for this. And then the year after we charge you £40 for this. Oh, and guess what? After that we charge you £40 for this. Some Which was all meant to cost 40 quid, now costs like 120 quid. They definitely know how to stretch it out. Uh, that, that's definitely a feel. Definitely a feel in some things. Where, like, they just stretch out the story. Or they stretch out content. Uh, loot boxes. Yeah, that's a big... Paywalls, locking things behind paywalls. Yeah. I, 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 What's... Oh, oh, go on, oh, go on. Well, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, well, I did, I, I've no... My World of Warcraft knowledge is sucks. That's why I was, like, not speaking. But no, what's the right. most What's the most money that you spend on a game? Oh, Like, 
good question. What What's the game that you spent the most money on, or what's the like largest purchase that you like made? So it can be like in-game items, it can be DLCs, whatever. Largest single or largest? Well, you don't have to say the price, just like what it was or like what you bought. I don't know. I, I don't. <laughs> I I don't know how much I've spent. Yeah. On like Apex versus Destiny. I feel Destiny. I've definitely put more into Destiny franchise. Yeah. Because of how much you have to pay, kind of each year. Each year. Yeah. Uh, probably, probably Destiny. Yeah. I would probably say World of Warcraft because back in the day the base game was something like 40 quid and then the expansion was 40 quid and the expansion after that was 40 quid but at that time then they had something called the battle chest which was the base game and the first two expansions and that was 40 quid so your 120 suddenly turned into 40 for those who were getting into it late rather than those who were <laughs> <doctors>. <laughs> So you can imagine how much money I've spent considering there's now, what, like seven or eight expansions yeah. of World of Warcraft just every year. Every, well, every, I want to say two and a half years that they announce an expansion now, it's kind of like, oh yeah, 40 quid. Like, yep, take my money. Yeah, I kind of I can't know how that feels because they did that with Destiny 2. They made the base game free to play. So, kind of, you've played this game, and now there's people running around there with the same... Not quite the same stuff, because obviously you had some stuff from Forsaken or Shadowkeep, and they're running around with, like, some of the good stuff. Like, some of the quality content was free. Like, mm. um, you had the three Leviathan raids in Destiny 2. They were free to play. You didn't have to put any money into the game. Um... So you could still raid even as a free to play, and like I think the callous weapons are amazing in Destiny Two on the raid. Um, God forbid sunsetting. Don't get into that. Um, but yeah, my, mine's Fortnite. At the at the start of Fortnite, I spent way too much money. Can you give us a number? Probably like two hundred pounds on Fortnite. Uh. But, like, it kind of went, like, I just don't play that game anymore, so, like, it's a waste, but... It's just I've sat spent, there. I have, I have, so I've spent probably, like, Destiny 2 as well, just buying all the DLCs, uh, as you said, Mackenzie, but, like, I think I'm the guy that's bought the most in Apex as well, like... When yeah. those 100, 100 loot boxes yeah, come the on one, offer. The 100 loot boxes. <laughs> I bought, I think I bought two of those now. And I'm still yet to get an heirloom. So I've probably got like... <laughs> I was gonna say, I'm dude, probably like dude ain't got 300, 300 plus loot boxes. And I still haven't got an heirloom. So one day soon it'll, it'll come. Hopefully. Maybe, maybe in the next 100 loot boxes, dude. But I've probably, I've probably spent... Including like the battle passes, probably like... No, I, it's not that bad. Probably like 150 pounds on Apex. Just because, like, if I care about a game a lot, like, I don't care if I put money into it. If you get me, it's probably yeah. like for you, World of Warcraft. Like, you don't care about buying the expansion because you know, like, you're gonna enjoy it. Gonna, you know what I mean? I'm yeah. Play the hell out of it. Yeah, exactly. 
So like you don't mind paying whatever for it as long as you just get your money's worth, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As long as as long as they take it in the right direction, that is. Of course you can you can spend however much money but if like you don't know where to get the same as loot boxes, then Waiting that money, or you know, you're putting the hours and you're putting the days, the weeks, the months in. Yeah. But I'd say for World of Warcraft, I've probably spent over five hundred pounds, closer to a thousand. Jesus. Just in deluxe editions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Time, because remember, it's an MMO. You have to pay for the time. For the time. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're not playing, you are just wasting the money, money away. Yeah. Point. Yeah. It's kind of the one thing that stopped me from playing World of Warcraft because it's subscription based. Literally, right. what puts me off as well, but like you pay subscriptions for like you know everything else. So like I understand why people do it. You know Netflix, whatever Amazon. You know you're paying monthly for that. Yeah, yeah, you. Pay- like, yeah, I. Yeah. yeah, it's like. And considering considering all of us play games every day, like if you played World of Warcraft every day, it makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense know? to put that money in. It's like it's like Spotify. I use Spotify every day for my music, so it's like right. yeah. that's why I don't mind paying a subscription fee. Netflix, I don't. Mm. I certain things, certain things that goes onto Netflix, or I'm like, oh, what do I want to watch? I don't know. Let's check Netflix. Like boom. But like, I don't know. I don't know if I could be dedicated to playing World of Warcraft every day. But then I'm dedicated yeah. to play Destiny every day, so it's like yeah, exactly. Yeah. If it, so it, it's like if if Destiny was like pay monthly. Like you wouldn't complain if you get. Me, oh nah, you know? dude, I yeah, play exactly. Uh, um, one of those things. Yeah. But have you guys played like any single player stuff or like you know stuff that we don't do like within our group? You know. Yeah. Because uh, I know, I know, like, uh, well, for me, Cyberpunk came out, so like when I'm not in the Discord, like that's what I normally play, like Cyberpunk. Or you know, go back to we, we we're on and off Minecraft at the moment. So like, you know, just if I want to chill, we just go onto the Minecraft server or whatever. I know, yeah. Minecraft's always been one of those things you can leave for a while and come back and be like, hey, what's all this new stuff? And just yeah, sort of enjoy it all over again, and then leave it for another while and come back and there's just more stuff. Yeah, or you can expand that with like mod packs and stuff, so you can keep like. Yeah. So even if you're like, oh, I want to play Minecraft, but I'm bored of like, you know, build a base, kill Ender Dragon, kill Wither, kill this. I can now go and play a mod pack, which is going to take me freaking forever to do. So it's like, at least Minecraft's like expanded over the years rather than just being classic Minecraft where <laughs> you just, just, just had nothing to do. And talking about classic Minecraft, do you guys remember when they uploaded classic Minecraft to the website and you could play it online for free? <laughs> do you guys remember that? I think so. <laughs> and like, oh, it was that was like what I would play in school. Like during school hours, because I like in high school, I'd come home from high school and I would play Minecraft for five hours. Go to bed, wake up, go to school, come home, play Minecraft for five hours. So I got quite bored of Minecraft because uh, that was like my main thing. And then, in school, sometimes during lunch, I'd just go find like I'd go find a PC in like one of the spare rooms. I just say to a teacher like, "Oh, can I just do some work?" 
They're like, yeah, sure. Because they never checked. You just go on the Minecraft website and play fucking Minecraft <laughs> during like your lunch break. <laughs> it's just like eventually you get caught by like the admins and stuff but they were they were quite hip hypocritical because i walked in once and they were playing modern warfare 2 <laughs> they were playing modern warfare 2 during the middle of the work day you know oh. but i was ask oh, go actually on. considering i only got into destiny 2 around the first or second expansion what's that osiris Osiris and Warmind? So Osiris was, was first and then Warmind was second. Yeah, it was probably Warmind. It was around the time where they made Destiny 2 like, oh, it's 20 quid. And it's like, yeah, I've never really been into Destiny. Might as well give it a shot. And then a week later, Destiny 2 goes free to play. And I'm thinking, man, could have told me that sooner. Oh, so this would have been... This, that would have been when they were... that, that would have been the transition between Activision to to Bungie, like like because obviously like Activision was like they were kind of the benefactors behind Destiny, and then obviously Bungie split with Activision, which is why now it's right. on Steam, uh, and the game was pulled from Battle.net. So I'm pretty sure that's around actually more around Shadowkeep, was it not that it went free to play? Because Shadowkeep's when it moved to Steam. Yeah, it's when they like they announced it. I think when Robert bought the stuff, like the. I think so. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure you also got Forsaken as well. Because you played like I the start. Because you played like a few hours on Battle.net, or ah, an hour so that or was so. The thing. So Forsaken was coming out for you guys, and I was thinking, you know what? They always play it, and you know it's something to it's something to play with the boys. Yeah. yeah. So, like. What edition of this am I gonna buy? And then, like, so, then, of course within the next couple of months, they're like, they're like, oh yeah, it's going free to play, and you're just like, wow. It's like, wow, really? Yeah. But uh, for someone who's never played the first Destiny, what's that like compared to Destiny Two now? Because I, of course, only saw Destiny from the sidelines, and like, yeah, that'll mm. that'll take off. Let me play something it, else for see, now. Two different uh, games. Two you're, different games. Yeah, like you're gonna get a taste of what it was like, but obviously because we're getting uh Vault of glass. They're bringing yeah, so like <laughs> everything in Destiny One is considered vaulted right now, in their opinion. So like they're gonna start unvaulting stuff and then vault the new stuff, if you get me. Like the not not new stuff, but like the new old stuff, if you get me. So Destiny Destiny 1, like, Destiny 2 expansions, like the old expansions, are going in the vault. And then, so they're bringing back Vault of Glass, which was the first ever Destiny 1 raid. So you get to experience that. That, was like, that was like the base game raid. Yeah. So like, like, that's that's the best raid, in my opinion, like, as a whole. And the fact that they're gonna, like, you know, not uh, not change it all the way, but, like, give it, like, a new lick of paint, you yeah. could say. Right. Give it a makeover and yeah. pull it into Destiny Two for the yeah. for brand new yeah. players. It's going to be a great experience. But like, and then for nostalgic, yeah. Destiny One was like a lot more MMO. Like, there's a lot more customization to that game. Well, in some aspects, and then it's a lot more grindy. Destiny One was a lot, lot more grindy than Destiny. 2. I think finding like 
the main thing I think you could say was before three of coins, right? We're going to say before three of coins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exotics were hard to come by. Like, like how many an, an how many exotics like, can you yeah. get in a day? You could easily get two if you play enough Destiny. You can probably get an exotic every day. You play. Yeah, yeah. But like Destiny one, you maybe got an exotic every month, maybe every three or three or four weeks. Yeah. <laughs> and normally that's from the end of a raid or a night. Yeah. So like when you got an exotic, like the hype. Like, imagine, like, the rarest item in, like, an MMO. Like, the hype that you got out of it. Oh, and yeah. then the main weapon in Destiny 1 was called the Galahorn. So, like, when you got your Galahorn, your first Galahorn, you just went nuts because it was, like, the best gun that you could get and, like, everybody wanted it. Do you remember... I, I know this is kind of going off track a little bit, but in Destiny 1, if I remember rightly, it was either the first week or the second week Zer was selling... Uh, yeah, the week. And nobody knew. And nobody, like... no, nobody bought it because they were like, it's a rocket launcher. And then when we all found out how busted Galahorn was, everyone no. was like, you're joking me. Everyone was no. trying to grind for it and you couldn't get it because it was so yeah. hard to get. And then like, my... Zer was selling it. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's a fact that like, I didn't get mine until Taking King, I think. No. No, you had yours. The second, uh, the second expansion, House of Wolves, and it was from a legendary Ingram. I got, and my... I was just like, oh, okay, like that. That was probably like one of my best moments in playing video games. Mine dropped just during Crota. Yeah. So either during Death Singers or Crota himself, I'm pretty sure it was Death Singers. Uh, well, because I actually remember getting it before Ryan. Yeah. Like I remember Ryan being like, "You're joking me," and I was like, yeah. "Yes, yes." But to answer your question, Robert, like Destiny One is a lot better than Destiny Two, in my opinion. But the fact that they're gonna start bringing stuff over, like, probably will help Destiny Two a lot. You know, I think like so. give give people nostalgia, pretty much. Yeah. Like bringing back all the new uh, old guns, letting new people use the old guns as well. Like, yeah. There's some guns that like people are gonna really enjoy, but yeah, um, all of us have been playing. Uh, you know that there's two little games that um, everybody, well, it, the, one of them's pretty big, but the other one not one has skyrocketed. Much. Yeah, like, so we, we yeah, so uh, Among Us, obviously, like we don't play that as much now, but like when we do, I I do enjoy it. Like, but it's the fact that you have to get. A big group of people together you know it's pretty yeah. difficult once you've played with 10 people in a lobby it's hard to like not play with 10 people in a lobby yeah like when you once you've played big lobbies you're like oh this 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 is like how the game should be played but then like when you're playing like four five six people you're kind of like mm. yeah and then phasmophobia as well mm-hmm. oh, that yes. game's like yeah that's good just the just the underdog like uh, obviously, the reason that I heard about, uh, I think I'm the, so I'm the one that introduced everybody definitely, to it. Definitely. The reason that I heard about it is because I bought my Oculus and I was like, oh, what VR games can I play? And then Phasmophobia was one of them, and I was like, I'm a, a little bitch, so like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so like, I'm, I wasn't really down, but like, I was just like, oh, I've got to try it, and then went into it, and I was just like, oh, this is actually like a lot of fun. But like, I wish I had people to play with. So like, that's when I asked everybody. 
to oh, join yeah. in on the on the hype. Obviously, yeah, it was a, it's a lot of fun to play with uh, four people. I just hope that they like keep expanding on the game because like and it doesn't just suddenly crash. Yeah. Not not crashes in like stops working, but crashes yeah. and they stop working it, on it. Yeah, it's the fact that like it's made by one dude, but he's like he's hired uh three people now. I think so. Like they're probably working on stuff you know to release over the year right now. Yeah, especially with like yeah how in-house like, things mm, need to be done nowadays yeah i do i do like prefer playing you know the likes of phasmophobia you know sometimes it's good to like mess around but i do like playing serious serious in games like that because like some some people might not find it scary but like i don't know i just prefer i quite like taking it quite serious playing it. Because, yeah like, playing it you know i know it's not like an esports game but it's like yeah it's like, like one of those games where you like you care about like you know what happens to your items and your money and what? stuff like that. It's one of those games where you play it how you perceive it to be. Yeah, in it, as if it were real life in quotation exactly. marks. <laughs> like that game is as good as your imagination can be. If yeah. you want to pretend it's just a game, then I yeah. feel like it's not as fun to play. But if you pretend that it's like you're actually in the game, I feel like yeah. That's way more fun because because like, it's it's supposed to be for VR, so like you know you got to play it like a VR game in you know when you're playing it on desktop. It's one of those, yeah. But I know you, I know that you play it a lot, Robert. Like even outside of the group. Yeah, I definitely try and. Yeah, like you're yeah you're you're yeah yeah like you're you've overtaken us all on level by now, so you're. A professional ghost hunter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but like, um, is it even like Scooby and the gang behind? <laughs> oh Jesus. Um, I yeah, know, but yeah. like, I guess we can kind of move on to the topic of like, what games are you excited for? Like, what games are you excited for? Like that are coming out? Like you know, in the next year or two. If anybody wants to. Now, now, this is one that actually I couldn't answer when we filled it in. Obviously, our notes. This is one that I couldn't fill in because I was like, there's nothing that I'm looking forward to. I'm too busy focusing on like small projects and stuff like that I want to do. But when it comes to games that are coming up, I have no clue what's coming out. Like, at all. So, this is one where I'm going to have to take a back burner and just listen to you guys and just dip in every now and then because I have no idea. You yeah. can tell me tomorrow that, <laughs> that the new Destiny 3 is coming out. I have no clue. Yeah. <laughs> are, you, are you excited for anything, Robert? Because uh... I've, got, I've got a few, but like, it's kind of difficult, obviously, because like, there's not a lot that have, has been going on, you know? Yeah, like I can't really see any games right now coming out that i would really be hyped for uh on pc maybe i think it's just current games that have like expansions or dlc that just adds more to it so getting to play more of the same games that i enjoy for like sea of thieves or total war warhammer 2 or even the new doom or even apex just getting something new and something fresh in the game to play but if 
I had to say anything I was excited for, it would be the next would be the next take into the Ratchet and Clank series for the PlayStation uh, yeah. 5. Crack, what is it called? Crack in Time? No, no, that was the... Oh, no. Was, Crack was in Time, dude. That was like PS3. <laughs> yeah, that was no, a couple ago. <laughs> it's, it's something to do with time, like dimensions or something. It's the dimensional yeah. one. Yeah. Another Lumbax. Let's go. Remember what yeah. happened with the last one? He tried to blow up the world. The universe. Yeah. That's... Yeah, that's a show. That's a show. And especially it being on the PS5 as well. They're going to be able yeah. to do quite a lot with that. Okay. So I have I have a lot. Um, <laughs> mm. Just just because, like, as I was thinking about it, I was just like, oh, yeah, I'll just write, you know, some stuff down. So, like, obviously, both of you will probably piggyback off some of these. But um, I don't own a PS5 yet. But, like, I'm going to get one, you know, when they're on sale and stuff. But I really, really want to do... Like when the new God of War comes out, you know, so play the f the first one on the PS5 with the 60 FPS, everything like that, and then the new one's all about like Ragnarok. So like, did you play the first one, Robert? I did not know, um, because like when that came out, that was when I was like far away from console, like far away, yeah. so That's far true. away that I was on the other side of the world, like. My, my console has been in the corner of my room and I've barely played it. So it's like, I missed out on it. Yeah. But I wish I played it. But I kind of, mm. but I kind of just watched people play it. So it's it yeah, it's it's one of those where you're like, you either wait and don't watch anybody or anybody playing it. And then you play it yourself all the way through. But like, yeah. I found it hard to um, actually like sit down and play through all of it like i had to force myself to finish it okay yeah no i didn't so. really play it i kind of watched people play it because like obviously you got their entertainment that's carrying it so if there's a part of the game that you're just like i don't really want to watch this at least their entertainment is kind of driving you to still watch yeah whereas if it's just you playing it and you get to part of the game you're like oh this is boring you just turn it off don't you walk away mm -hmm. yeah um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, God of War, uh, I've heard good things about it. So like they upgraded it when the PS5 came out. Oh, okay. So with all the haptic and stuff. So like oh, when okay. you like, when you throw your axe in God of War, you know, you feel like the controller kind of like pull away from you. And then when you retract it, like it, the controller kind of jumps, you know, when you grab your axe back. So like, imagine like Thor, right? When he throws his hammer. And oh, like, he... imagine yeah. the force of it coming back, you know, like the jolt. Mm. Yeah, because yeah. when you grab it, you're not just gonna be like yeah. brick wall. Are you you're gonna feel that yeah, vibration, yeah. aren't you? Yeah. So yeah, got uh the new God of War is all about Ragnarok, so like it's gonna be pretty good. And I I don't think it's coming out until next year, so 2022. So like obviously it's been in the works for a hot minute. Um yeah, all the other stuff is just basically from like. E3 and stuff over the past two years. So, like, Deathloop's gonna be a good game. Um, do you know anything about it? Uh, no. No idea. Oh, okay, okay. Like, like it's... honestly, dude, I know nothing about anything that's coming out. Like, someone, <laughs> someone, yeah. so you know how, like, YouTube has the, the vote system now, like, on yeah. mobile? Someone's like, oh, I might switch to playing Outriders instead of, like, Destiny 2. I was like, mm -hmm. Outriders? 
yeah how's that so uh, i google yeah, it and I'll, i'm like yeah oh I'll, I'll, yeah, yeah okay I'll, this I'll, is what it is i can tell you a bit so okay. like Deathloop, it will be really good for like co-op stuff so what it's about is about two assassins that you spawn into a randomly generated world and your goal is to kill each other like what? so yeah so you win by killing the other person but it's different every time so you don't know who you who the other person is and it's going to be different every time so what happens is i'm not exactly sure how the game works because they haven't said much so about what, it's it it's a little like, bit it's it's a little bit like do you remember assassin's creed online where you had to kind, go, kind of kill kind someone of. but you kind mm -hmm. of didn't know who they were yeah but yeah. there was multiple people yes, in the lobby that yes. looked like them, and some of them were you're, just NPCs. Yeah. You're thinking, you're thinking, of, yeah, you're thinking around along the right lines. So there's like okay. different abilities and guns and gadgets that you'll have, and you can obviously upgrade your characters and stuff. But like the concept of that blew my mind. And then there's the fact that like if you get shot, you can like rewind time and like run away, or you can shoot the other person and all this. And I was just like, what? This sounds like amazing, and uh, it's been made as like not a triple A title, so like it's obviously going to be a bit cheaper as well. So like, I really want to give it a go because like it's one of those games where you could just like you know sit and play it for like half an hour or an hour, and then you know just to cut up your main titles. Okay, yeah, it's yeah. like one of those but, being, like like a gap, yeah. like because obviously it, ev everything yeah. has dry content, dry spells. Mm -hmm. Like we were talking about earlier about Destiny yeah. having dry spells, it's something you would probably play yeah. to like fill it, that gap. Yeah, it, it like it just blew my mind. Like so, the the fact that you can like assassinate someone and then they can just be like lol JK and then just rewind time and then just be in a different place and then you're just like oh okay, oh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> debated, yeah. And then the other person rewinds time and then they know where you are, so you have to get away as well. Okay. Uh, so Outriders, uh, if you've looked it up, it's basically Destiny Two, but like set in like Mad Max vibes. So like, okay, kind of like an apocalyptic kind of Earth kind of vibe. So like, but not everybody's super, a bit but not, more, but not super futuristic. Yeah, it's a bit more like steampunk kind of esque. Okay. Be... So uh, yeah, it's obviously set like Destiny Two, so it's kind of like a MMO. FPS shooter, loot shooter, yeah. But I don't know if it's gonna overtake like my love for Destiny Two because like there's been other games like The Division that I've tried to pull off like a Destiny Two but just haven't. The, like Division One was amazing. Yeah. Like I love Division One. I played hell out of it. Yeah. So um, Division Two. It's yeah. not. It's not the same. If they literally just expanded Division One, because I loved the fact that in like Division One it was New York. New York, snow, just after Christmas. Um, you know, the first, you know, almost part of the first wave going in. Then they kind of... Division 2, they just... No, it didn't capture me at all. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it'll be just interesting to see, like, the take on it. Because I'm not sure who Outriders is being made by, but... Give me a second. Sure. Like I said, I looked it up and then. Oh, I'm... it's Square Enix. Okay. Potential. It's also it's also third person. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, April first. So that's least. more like Division then. Yeah. Division's third person. I'm first person only if you're using a sniper. 
So, yeah, made by Square Enix. Uh, it's going to have no DLCs, so it's all going to be free DLCs, no paid DLCs. So it's buy game once, all free DLCs? Yeah. Okay. Which is kind of good. So hopefully that gets a good um, kickoff, because, like, obviously having the same game, like, play at kind of as Destiny, you know, like, the yeah. way the, web, the the game works... So, yeah, hopefully that'll be enjoyable. And then there's, like, uh, so there's Dying Light and Dead Island 2, which have been prolonged for a long time. So, like, Dying Light was supposed to come out tomorrow, which is the 31st of January. Okay, that um, I didn't know. I knew it was coming but out, it's, but I didn't know. Yeah, when. but it's not It's not coming out tomorrow. <laughs> it's not coming out on the 31st. So they've prolonged it again. But, like, I, I, I played the, sh the crap out of... um. Dying Light 1 when it first came out and yeah. then just never went back to it. So, like, I completed all of it 100% of the game. I did play a little bit of the DLC, but I just couldn't get back into it. Yeah. But that game was really good. Like, I never played it with anybody, which might be, like, a different um, story. Like, you know, actually playing it with people. So, hopefully, you know people pick up the second wink, one wink and wink we, wink we nudge play. nudge <laughs> yeah we can all play together uh, i get what you're saying get my wallet out i got it yeah got, and I then dead it. island 2 i think that first trailer was released so long ago yeah. <laughs> uh, isn't that so, the one on the beach where the guy's running yeah the guy's the running and he's, like... and he's and he's slowly turning into a zombie yeah god dude. Two, wait hold on 2012 that no 2013 that trailer was released so so we're now eight. in 2021. It's so coming up yeah. to eight. Jesus yeah. So that's how long it's been. since, And they have just no release date at all for it. They're probably trying to make it into like something like as big as like GTA 5, probably, I'd imagine. Probably. Like the they, they'd have to. They'd have to yeah. with how long we've... Like, they pumped out that trailer and then prolonged it. They've mm -hmm. got Because it's probably like, oh yeah, we'll, we'll release it. And then like, oh, next gen consoles are out. So like... Oh, we should just delay it, you know, for next gen. Definitely, there's no the point. Opposite. There's no point. Like, if you if they're gonna pump it last year, like in 2020, mm -hmm. they and they were like, oh, we'll, we'll rush it, get it ready for 2020, and then be like, mm, no, we can prolong it now because of the next gen consoles. Yeah, like we can actually optimize this, optimize that, fully pump mm -hmm. this. Yeah. Uh. So hopefully they bring that out at some point because like I do love like Dead Island's pretty good. The the only bad thing about it is like the first one and like the expansions are all buggy and you know they never went back to fix anything, which is kind of sad. But oh, that's yeah, good. yeah. So hopefully the second games like they probably put all their dedication into the second game and just never went back to fix anything. Probably not. Not if they've got a new project. So yeah. most most big companies, if they've got a nice big project, they mm -hmm. kind of like fall off on the old one. Yeah. Which is why, and like, then, think think of like yeah. COD dude back in the day when like, you know, for the year that that COD was out for, no hackers, little to no hackers. The yeah. second the next COD comes out, or the or the studio's next COD comes out, so say Modern Warfare Two, barely any hackers. Once Modern Warfare Three came out, it just felt like there were hackers everywhere. Modern Warfare 2. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I see here you've got Lego Star Wars Skywalker yes. Saga. Because obviously yes. we started 
we started playing <laughs> that was yeah fun. Rem- remote play really weird controls on pc i don't even know complete saga but yeah uh the skywalker saga is gonna have online multiplayer which will be like really good obviously remastering all of the old ones um into the new style and then they say that the way that you play this lego star wars is like a lot better so hopefully it'll be uh interesting to play like you know having new puzzles new ways to play you know making the games just completely better yeah and then obviously you can play the characters across three trilogies which is quite Mm -hmm. nice you can bring them all the way up yes so yeah you can go back and uh do the free play and you could go play ray so you can play ray in the first episode yeah yeah but you could bring Which Qui-Gon, cool. Qui-Gon all the way up to uh... yeah. yeah, Kylo, uh, fucking Qui-Gon Jinn versus Kylo Ren or something. Like <laughs> It'd be pretty cool, just breaking the game. Uh, that's why I like Lego Star Wars because it was so like. Mm-hmm. But you had the story mode and then you had the free mode after, which was kind of cool to like go back through and you'd have like what ten different characters that you could eight, ten different characters that you could switch through. But you could pick yeah. like you could pick two and then like the others were generated for you based on who you picked. I kind of always played Darth Maul. Because Darth Maul had double jump. Yeah. So we had double jump, Sif powers, and then obviously normal force. So like he could get up to really high places. He could get into any of the secret rooms that required Sith, and he could get into any places that require Jedi. Mm-hmm. Then obviously it would give you R2, it would give you 3PO equivalents, and then it would give you like a small character, so you kind of had the basis covered. Maybe a bounty hunter. If it didn't give you a bounty hunter, I'm pretty sure I used to select one. So I would have like Maul, and then a bounty hunter. And then all my bases were then covered by the random generator. Yeah. So, but yeah. I remember playing Lego Star Wars one summer, dead straight through. We played it from zero percent all the way up to one hundred. In in one summer. In um. Back when I was in high school, it wasn't even like during the whole six weeks of summer holidays. It was like within like three weeks. We just went over, and it was like baking. I remember it being baking, and we were just melting every day playing Lego Star Wars. Pumping in like six hours a day, easily. But it was great fun. Because like I'd never completed it, and I never got to Lego City, the Lego City part of it. So doing that was like great fun. And then like, I remember playing through Lego City, that mission so many times, because we couldn't find the last, like the one last um, stud that we needed or something to pull us up to 100% game completion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And it was just busted because I'm pretty sure you could only be in Lego City for like 20 minutes and it threw you out. So you had to like be really quick at doing it. And when we did it, we were just like, yes, yes, we've done it. And then it was like, well, that's it. Then we're playing. <laughs> I didn't touch it again then until we started playing the other week. Um. So obviously we've gone through like the games that, you know, that we main, you know our childhood games and what got us into gaming and then what's obviously we're waiting for what about your favorites 
Okay. Um, yeah, so <laughs> it's hot. I feel like, so in the last episode, obviously, we talked about our top animes. Like, it that was a lot easier for me than games. I, th I feel like this um, was reversed here. This was reversed because yeah. I found anime hard, whereas you were like, <laughs> me, I was like, eh, eh, yeah. Eh, eh. Yeah, but um, yeah, it's it, it was difficult, but like, hopefully, like I feel like this does me justice. So like, obviously, I've talked about Ratchet and Clank. That's probably gonna be my all-time favorite game, just in general. Like, I'm not some of the new games. I'm a bit like meh, you know, with but like it's the nostalgia. original. Yeah, the original trilogy is just flawless. Like the second Ratchet and Clank is probably my favorite. Um, did you ever play like the ones on PSP? So you had um, I did, Size Matters like, and Detective yeah. Clank. Yeah, I I played Size Matters quite a lot. Size Matters was like, good. I remember getting stuck on like a mission in like a field, like a crop field, and I just couldn't do it. So I gave up for like six months, and then I came back to it, and I was just like, "Is this how easy it was?" Yeah, and I just couldn't do it. Oh. Um, but yeah, Ratchet and Clank probably just the original series. If we're talking about like in what you know timeline wise, you know, uh, yeah. so probably the original trilogy, and then obviously Destiny got to put Destiny in there. So I can't yeah, choose you can't, you can't, Destiny one. You can't, or you two. can't, you can't main yeah. Destiny as a game and then go. I know it's not in my favorites. Yeah, exactly. Uh, just from playing it on uh. For, ps3 and then ps4 and then moving over to pc just always brought destiny along with me um yeah i think i i think i, I was part of the destiny one beta so it's been that long since from i've been playing it so um and then obviously got to throw a call of duty in there so like it was close between uh modern warfare 2 and black ops 2 but I spent the most time in Black Ops 2 just because of how good the game was, like how well-rounded. Black Ops 2 was such a good game. Yeah. Literally, Master Prestige within a couple of months, Diamond Weapons, everything. Like, I just loved it so much. I couldn't stop playing and it. And then if you got bored just... of multiplayer, you just went and jumped into yeah, zombies. Yeah, zombies. Yeah, probably one of the most, like, interesting zombies for sure was on Black Ops 2, you know. Going all out there with really weird weapons, really weird uh, maps East, and stuff. You know, storyline, yeah. Easter eggs. Yeah. It was uh, really interesting to play through Black Ops 2. And just, I loved how, how the game felt, the gunplay, everything. Just couldn't get off it. Like, literally came home, Black Ops 2, until I went to sleep. Came home, Black Ops 2, constantly. Just couldn't, <laughs> couldn't stop. It was, like, my main for a while. And then... um for single player games so it's ratchet and clank definitely but then we've got to throw in skyrim i just yeah what a game played it so so much on ps3 just i think i got it for like my birthday and after after i unwrapped it put it in my ps3 didn't stop playing it for like a solid like 10 hours just was like that was probably my first like exposure into like you know fantasy games and stuff so like it was just so interesting playing skyrim like all the way through and you know uh seeing how much it's like expanded and then obviously they remastered it now i've played it in vr all the mods that you can get for it it's just yeah still 
got a big community to this day so like skyrim i got a great story about it because it was a 15 right yeah when it first came out i remember getting it on my birthday but i specifically said i wanted it for my birthday but i want the money for it right so that i could go buy it myself because i was 15 like like that that thing of i can buy a 15 because i'm 15 was like Mm -hmm. i don't know it kind of gave me that you know like this is kind of that's kind of like like what i feel when someone's 18 and they go out and they're like and buy, and buy alcohol yeah. for the first time yeah like, yeah yeah, at yeah, a pub. yeah like they, they buy it because you know they can yeah um obviously i don't drink so i don't know what that feels like i don't but like for that i was like 15 i was like i, I just want to do it like please um my parents were like okay so they gave me the money for my birthday to deliberately go and buy it yeah i remember going into town buying it i remember the guy in game jokingly turning around saying to me oh you need id i'd like because of how paranoid i am as a person i asked my mum to bring my passport <laughs> oh wow so like i said do you actually need it and the guy was like you know what why not and i was like okay so i whack out my passport because obviously you don't have a driving license when you're 15 yeah um the guy was like okay and he's like, oh, so it's your birthday day, that's why you're getting it. And I was like, yeah, it's like, cool, enjoy playing through, it's a great game. And I'm like, okay, I will. So that's that's my experience with Skyrim. Nice, yeah. And uh, then, like, I'm just, I, my list is trying to, like, cover all bases. So, like, PC, console, and then handheld. So, like, I got my original DS with Super Mario Bros. So, like, Right, the Just, original yeah. Super Mario the, Bros. No, not the not the original, the, the but the original new, DS. New, new Super Mario Bros. But for DS called. though, but for the DS, ones, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's that's the main game that I played on my DS. Either yeah, playing Super Mario Bros. or like Picto Chat or something. Dude, Picto <laughs> Chat was. <laughs> <a, laughs> dude, Picto yeah. Chat was. Picto Chat was that was funny. Or like if you had like a DSi and someone had like a DS Lite. It was funny because on the DSi you could change on PictoChat the colors to like the, the the rainbow brush. Yeah. And you'd send it to someone and be like, "How do you do that?" It's like, "Hey, I got a new DS. You haven't." Yeah, literally. Yeah, but yeah. So top five definitely. So one Ratchet and Clank, two Destiny, uh, three Black Ops two, four Skyrim, and then five Super Mario Bros. Okay. So I've got some. One one kind of crossover so for me death yeah. this is in no particular order really they're just wow okay <laughs> they're all kind of the same but i can okay. i can put them into an order after really yeah, uh, yeah so yeah. so the way i've got them is destiny obviously the reason i put it at the top here is because it's my main game at the moment uh i'm gonna say spyro 3 year of the dragon was like my best game so it's mm-hmm. so like that's where that uh so that's where it's gonna go so that's kind of like where i'm going that one um and then pokemon red was like my first kind of like game that i spent quite a bit of time on and completed quote i say completed got to elite four and beat the elite four so that's most people's completion in pokemon most people don't go for every pokemon 
Yeah. Uh, Mario Kart. Like, that was great. Which, game. which, which one? Like, do you have a particular one? Because like, yeah. <sighs> I'm gonna have to say the one for Wii, Mario Kart Wii. Yeah. Yeah. That's like the the main one. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't did really... you use a? Did you use one of the wheels? Okay, so I was a sweat, <laughs> and I used a nunchuck. Nice. So, uh, I used Wii Remote and nunchuck. So no, I didn't. I played it quite sweaty. And uh, so I used to until I realized that you could use a nunchuck. And when I was like watching people online, they were using nunchucks, and they had just so much more control rather than all these yeah. big twisty arm movements. You just sit, <laughs> you just sit there, and you're just like, yeah, like. Hey, less exercise, less effort. <laughs> Better, just and the butter combinations were so much easier to push and stuff. Like, I just found it so much easier just to hold, and like to control the joystick was so much better than trying to use motion. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and then, like you said, got to be a COD, but my COD is Modern Warfare Two instead of Black Ops Two. I pumped so many hours into Modern Warfare Two. Bearing in mind, I was like 12 when that game came out. Because I remember. So you know how, like, at Christmas, you get, say, like, a gift. Or, like, let's say, like, at Christmas, you got, like, a device. But then you were also Mm -hmm. getting, like, a case for that device. Your parents would tell you to open the device first before opening the case. Because it kind of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, my dad being my dad, we're taught... I come home... And it, it's the release day of Modern Warfare 2, right? And obviously, there are people that have skipped school, skipped high school to go and like play it. Um, because there's so much hype around Modern Warfare 2. And I'm sat there, and I'm just like, wasn't really fussed. I'm talking to my dad. And he just goes upstairs, comes back down. And he puts, un, like, like it's still in its like plastic sleeve that you get from the, the, the store, from the shop. He just puts it on like the table in front of me, and it's Modern Warfare Two for PS3, right? And obviously, me being me, I'm kind of switched on, and I'm like, "Why are you giving me a PS? Like, why are you put a PS3 game here when we don't even own a PS3?" And I think he was waiting for me to take longer to click, but I clicked so early that he was like, "Oh yeah," goes upstairs, comes back down, got a PS3. I was like, "So you went and bought a <laughs> PS3 for Modern Warfare Two?" Yeah. And I remember being told like. My dad being like, I'm going to play through it first because, like, exposure to, like, a lot of violence and stuff. And we all remember the third mission of Modern Warfare 2. Okay. The the only one that's like, do you want to skip for content? (laughs) Because of (laughs) graphical content. Um, But I played the hell out of Modern Warfare 2. I was actually gutted the day that my account got hacked and I actually got given Prestige 11. I was actually upset because, like, because, like, having, like, building all the way up, you know, by yourself, and then you're just given it, like, most people wouldn't complain. But, like, when you've actually played that game every day, and you're, like, trying to get up to max prestige, uh, I think it was, like, prestige 10 back then, prestige 10, level 70, if I remember rightly, in Modern Warfare 2. And some yeah. guy just joins your lobby, gives you it. It's just like, okay, whatever. Or, like, Modern Warfare 2 save files for your multiplayer were saved locally back in the day so if your hard drive corrupted in your ps3 or you had to refactor reset your ps3 you lost your data because there was no playstation plus to upload your data to the cloud 
And unlike all the newer CODs, where your data is saved on their servers, no, Modern Warfare 2 data was saved on yours. So, saved locally. So if you had to wipe your PS3, you went back to level zero online. And I had mm -hmm. to do that multiple times when GTA 5 came out. There was a lot of times I had to clear, like, I had to factory reset my console, because I kept freezing when, uh, when, it when the game first came out, when I remember getting GTA 5. When that game first came out, it was during Christmas, and there was all the snow. But I think it was GTA Online. You had to do that first mission where you had to race Lamar, I think. You had to do this race, and my game crashed every single time at the same point. Tried the disc in my cousin's console, worked fine. Tried his disc in my console, didn't work. So we were like, right, we've got a factory reset my console. I lost all my Modern Warfare 2 progress, and I was gutted. Because I used to still play that game. Uh, but if I had to order them, uh, we'll go with Spyro at the top. Because that's my nostalgia. That's, that's a game I, I love to pieces. Mm -hmm. So Spyro definitely at the top. Then Destiny, because obviously it's current, modern, it's what I'm currently playing. Then Modern Warfare. Pokemon Red for Nostalgia, Modern Warfare 2, then Mario Kart. Okay. Because once, once, once I played through Mario Kart, I stopped playing it. Mm -hmm. Once I'd done everything I needed to, I stopped playing it. Didn't need to be yeah, playing it. it was, like, I feel like all the Wii stuff was like, oh yeah, when you have people over, you play it. The Wii was Whereas, definitely a party. And then, a party yeah, and then, yeah. And then when you didn't have anybody over, it would just sit there. Like, it was definitely one of the things where it was just like, oh, yeah, get the Wii on when you, like, finish, like, dinner or, like, a pie. You know, like, that's one of the things that you used to do to keep everybody entertained. Play the Wii. Just definitely. Dance, dude. Yeah, Just Dance. It was Just Dance or Mario, uh, Mario Kart. Definitely. Or you had, like, Wii Party. Yeah. Like, you had all those party game ones. They're kind of cool. Mm -hmm. And that's what I like about the Switch. Like the Nintendo yeah. Switch, it being as like, you know, mm. you've got the you can, you can play it handheld. You can play it on a TV by yourself, or like they have party games for it. So it's kind of like the new Wii. And then there's me with my uh, Switch Lite. Ah, uh, <laughs> yes. Anti-social. Anti, Mr. Anti-social. Only, only, only me. My, my yeah. screen in a corner by yourself. Yep, literally. <laughs> Yeah, no, I I kind of had to get that one because playing it on the TV, especially playing Zelda Breath of the Wild, ooh, like that's yeah. that's I, the Switch is such a good console, definitely. I know, I know, I know. Okay, you have here favorite video game, movie, and TV series. Yeah. So, like, what what have you have you have you watched any uh? Watch any movies or TV consoles related to video games? Uh, oh, I may have, but not like... I'm not like 100% sure whether you want to say it derived from a game or whether it derived from me. Like, uh, because like I could be like Pokemon. Yeah. But like Pokemon's technically an anime and I'm pretty sure that, the, anime no, that, the anime came first, counts. then the game. Yeah, that counts. Okay, like, okay. So uh, even if the TV show slash anime came first. Yeah. Okay, so if, uh, so like I've got Pokemon 
Digimon. Yeah. Because there were some Digimon games. Um, that This is... You're kind of crossing the boundary, you know? Like, Pokemon, I would say, kind of counts. Like, But, like, Digimon's kind of just like, oh, yeah, we'll make games based on the series just because... Yeah, I think that counts. that's where it goes. Yeah. I think Pokemon is definitely, like, that's the boundary line there. So I would say Pokemon. Yeah. Definitely. That's a, but that's, that's I, I think point. everything else seems like it's a... It was either a book or a film first, then yeah. or a TV series, then the game came. Mm-hmm. So for me, there's a, there's a few that I can think of. So like, uh, I really enjoyed the Witcher series, and Netflix. It's pretty recent still that that they re- released the um, Witcher series uh, on Netflix, and it was really good. This is this had... is yeah. This is this is one. This is one that would work really well, Witcher. Yeah, so that, that's that's one that you could literally say. So it was a book, then it was a game, then it was a series. But the series is based off the books, and then it takes influence from the games. If that makes sense. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure the games like open world. So like, yeah. So even if the games didn't exist, the series would probably still exist somewhere. So they had Henry Cavill do um, Gerald, and it was really, really good. So, like, as someone that played through the games, I haven't read the books. Watching the series kind of made me want to read the books just to get, you know, all the extra information out of it. And obviously, they're making a season... No, they're making a movie and then a season two of it. So, obviously, it did pretty well. But there's... uh, There is some flops that have happened. So, like, I was really looking forward to the Assassin's Creed movie. That's... I literally just had that in my head. Yeah. The books are amazing. Yeah, for Assassin's Creed, and the games. Mm-hmm. The older yeah. games are good; <laughs> they're great. I know. Um, and then, yeah, but the, the film over over time, it's kind of been a bit like ah, uh, surely they they've got to try new things. But like, some of the games have been good, but you know, some of them are just a bit like meh. You know, it's I just kind like... of like a repeat in it, where it's just like oh, you just yeah. go murder this guy, go murder that guy. Yeah. Oh, here's a bit of story. Murder this guy. Mm-hmm. Done. So, but yeah, the, the Assassin's Creed film. Yeah, it. I like. I had high hopes. Some of it was cool. It you you could consider the movie cool if you didn't compare it to Assassin's Creed. If you weren't comparing it to the games. Yeah. Or the books. But just because it had that tie, like it just wasn't as good as it should have been. Um, I'm trying to think. So obviously, I've mentioned Ratchet and Clank. They released a Ratchet and Clank film, and that was like it blew my mind a little bit. Obviously, it was made for like a kid. It was a kids' film, so like it was a bit dumbed down a little bit, but still, like it was really, really good. Like I, I went to the cinema to watch it with um a few of my friends, and like we all enjoyed it. We were sat, you know, stood out a little bit, but like yeah, just watched it, but just because of nostalgia, and it was really, really good. Yeah, no. Uh, uh, that's one I film can... that I haven't watched. I probably should. Yeah. Because I, like really I do like the Ratchet Clank. I do like the Ratchet Clank series. Like, I think my favorite yeah. Ratchet Clank game is definitely a Crack in Time. Hmm. Uh, obviously, more recent than the older ones, but Ra- uh, Crack in Time was great. I like the, yeah. the concept between playing between Clank and Ratchet, and that they got two different separate lines. Yeah. Like storylines, and then yeah, mm-hmm. I need to watch the film because I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure it ties in some things that are kind of missed for other games as well. Yeah. And doesn't it kind of like lead on to the new series a little bit? Like yes, the new series yes. of games, yeah. Yes, it does, yeah. Okay. But 
off off the top of my head, I can't really think of anything else. Um, there hasn't really been much uh, going on, you know, in video game movies. I think they're mainly scared, you know, to do anything. Like as much as I would love, like you know, like a live action Destiny movie, like it's probably not realistic at all. No, like <laughs> you could, but it yeah be a big risk to pull yeah. all that like, they've money done, in. Like you know, companies do like you know animations and trailers all the time, and some of them look really good. But like you don't know how much work's been done. Like Blizzard obviously does justice to Blizzard all of their animations. Yeah, when it comes to their animations, yeah. And uh, Destiny, have, Destiny have done, yeah, Destiny have done some sick live action stuff, especially in Destiny One Days. You know, they did those like trailers and stuff. They were awesome. Yes. I think they just had like a bigger budget back then for all of like the adverts and the trailers and stuff. Of course. So yeah, I feel like if they get, you know, a bit more ballsy with it, like people would probably like appreciate it a lot more. Yeah, you've got to like fully commit to the budget, commit to mm-hmm. putting the time and effort in, rather yeah. than just half-heartedly doing it. Going, ah, yeah. it's fine. We can we can patch it out next season. No, yeah, yeah, you've yeah. got to go all in and make sure it's yeah. right. Because I mean, yeah, because once it's set in stone, uh, you can't really change that. So just to mention, for they did bring out like a Warcraft movie. You know, Robert said that his favorite series was okay. Warcraft, and it was a flop. Like. I went to go and see it with Robert, and yeah, he just it it wasn't very good. Like, <laughs> dude, dude probably stormed the vi- off out of the video. Out yeah, of the the, yeah, the visual the visuals like were pretty good, you know, but the, it just was just a bit like meh, you know. And the fact that they haven't continued it, you know, that film was released ages ago, and they just didn't decide to continue it, probably because of all the hate that it got and stuff. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um. Since we'll like move on to the next topic here, and kind of like I didn't want to break the concentration of thought slash the way the episode's going at the minute. So, uh, the reason you guys haven't heard Robert at the minute is because he had to dip. Uh, something short notice came up. So, uh, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna pitch to him the idea of maybe does he want to come come on the next episode to make up for the lack of yeah, time yeah. on this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We can... I'd say I'd I'd say that that would be a good idea. Yeah, and we didn't want to kind of like. Because mm-hmm. we'd already got like halfway through this recording, uh, we didn't want to kind of break train of thought. Uh, things do yeah. come up in life, you know, it's life, so yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, we're not. Uh, and I know that he'd really want to do this one, but we'll see if we can get him in for the next one, definitely. Um, yeah, for sure. Well, yeah, we only have uh, we only had a few more topics to talk about anyway when uh, he had to leave, so yeah, we only have uh, just one more to cover, so conventions, like, yeah. So, so have you like, been to any? Yeah, like gaming ones, because I know you've been to anime ones. Yeah. Gaming? So like the ones that I've been to are kind of like anime and gaming. Okay. Or like you know just in that category because obviously they're closely linked. But so it's it's called QCon, uh, where I live. So they had. So I'll t- I I guess I can focus on the gaming aspect because I didn't really talk about that before. Yep. So sometimes like when you wouldn't dress up and stuff you would just go for games like back in the day when i used to go to the conventions religiously i used to take part in the tournaments like i was a big fan of the tournament stuff 
Okay. You know, because it wasn't like professionals. It, it was wasn't just, like you know, people that enjoyed. Yeah, casuals. people that enjoyed. Yeah. yeah. So you put in a couple of pounds, and then you know you might get up to the finals and stuff. But they had like retro retro consoles, you know, like DDX machines and like Mario Kart old arcade machines, stuff like that. So you could go around and play all of that. Play all those different things. That's pretty. Cool. Yeah, and you the highlight of probably the convention was meeting the creator of the original doom okay so what what he was doing was like um playing doom with you so you got lined up and you got to play doom with him and he would show you like all different easter eggs and stuff That's and it was cool. just like yeah so like i didn't really play it but i was still interested you know to see what he had to say because like each conversation he had was different with everybody so i was just like oh yeah sure i'll just speak to him and it was just so interesting that he could just talk about it for days, you know, like about how he made the game and, you know, how his love for it hasn't changed and how the new Doom games, like he's proud that what he made has turned into that and stuff like that, you know. Yeah, how his so, like yeah. individual project that he probably mm-hmm. came up with has now blown Turn- up into what Yeah, exactly. Now. Yeah. So it was just interesting hearing like his perspective on everything and stuff like that. And uh he's actually from Northern Ireland as well, I think. So uh yeah, it was just cool talking to him. But yeah. Uh I used to play Dragon Ball Fighter Z and I actually won one okay. of the tournaments for it. Cause I like grinded that game when it first came out. And then they really they were like, oh yeah, we're doing a tournament for it, and I was just like, this is my opportunity. <laughs> this, <laughs> this is why this is what I've been training for. <laughs> Ultra so, instinct kicks in. Yeah, yeah. So I just went and uh, won that tournament. It was pretty fun, to be honest. Like it was, it just lasted the whole day. So I was just like, oh yeah, I'm not doing anything else. You know, I've done everything else in the convention, so I focused on that during that day. It's pretty cool. Okay. Yes. But yeah, I know that the it's it's not that big compared to like you know the other conventions that you have in uh, the UK and Europe and obviously across yeah. the water as well in yeah. America and stuff. Got all the PAX ones over there. Mm-hmm. It's like um over here, I'd say EGX is probably the biggest. Yeah. Um, like uh, I have had the opportunity to go to EGX multiple times multiple times um i was meant to go once um but then due to some issues that occurred in uh in my day-to-day life i was unable to go and i was a little bit disappointed yeah um, i still could have gone it would have just been uh very awkward and not something that i wanted to deal with so i was just yeah, like it's kind of like oh uh, you know what i'll just back out you know make it easier I... make it easier yeah, on everyone yeah, yeah. else and just back out um mm-hmm. And then we were talking about it, right? We were talking about doing EGX, right? Because it moved to London. Yeah. Um, but then obviously our um, the thing that shall not be named uh, happened, and yeah. uh, kind of took that away. So Hi. we kind of missed out on that. Yeah, I mean, like, so uh, it's. Uh, what I've always wanted to do is like EGX and Gamescom. So like, obviously, you know, uh, we've got down here, like what would be like future plans? Like I'd love to go to EGX uh, with like, you know, a 
a group of people like that would be pretty cool just to go and hang out like wherever it is you know it's kind of cool the way that they change it sometimes you know where it is yeah it's like you can explore the city that it's in as well yeah that's the thing it's also meeting people as well like especially yeah, yeah, with yeah. you being over the water from me mm-hmm. from the yeah. mainland it's like yeah. we don't really get to be up that often yeah so, so like uh yeah get uh, as a get together obviously you know i'd like to do that when everything kicks back up everything kicks back uh, up everything yeah. kind of normalizes again because mm-hmm. it's a uh, pretty cheap uh as well you know you're just basically paying for your ticket and then a cheap hotel near nearby and then that's it yeah, and you can just share Pretty rooms, much. share yeah. rooms to hunk the and, price uh, down a lot. But mm, it's the same with Gamescom as well. You're basically majority of it is for your ticket. Obviously, that's in Germany, I think. So it's uh, across the water, and obviously Gamescom's a bit better for like you know seeing new releases and stuff like that. Like that would be pretty cool to do because like you can't go to the likes of like E3 and shit like that because it's a bit more like you know for press and stuff, and it's harder to get tickets. So like Gamescom's probably tickets, like the closest. More expensive. Yeah. Gamescom's probably the closest that we can get to stuff like that. You know, seeing I'd love to see like you watch E3 and Gamescom every year to see all the trailers and stuff. Like I'd love to actually go and see like see that stuff in person. In person, like imagine going and seeing like a des- the new Destiny DLC trailer for the first time with a big crowd of people like reacting to it. Like I yeah. think that would be pretty cool. Yeah, on like a massive on like a massive screen rather than like yes. your like 20 yeah. 24 like a big PC, cinema screen yeah, pc screen exactly. watching twitch yeah exactly so like yeah obviously uh as a group we can um sort stuff out uh after covid and stuff be pretty yeah. cool definitely after all of that's uh been sorted you can travel again safely uh, mm-hmm. without the risk of others hurting others or putting yourselves at risk so yeah, hopefully, sure. hopefully once that's all over we can definitely get something booked down properly and actually do it yeah before something else happens i know i know yeah <laughs> oh definitely yeah but um i is think there, that's i was to say is there yeah. anything else you want to add no 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 i think yeah we've covered all of our topics and stuff so like yeah i'm very gutted robert couldn't join in for the whole thing yeah, yeah, it's unfortunate, but the reason yeah, well, the reason yeah. we kept going was because we didn't know when he was going to come back, and then turns out he wasn't going to, and we were like, oh, yeah, well, we'll keep going, and then I'll pitch the idea. Does he want to join in for the next one? Yeah, um, stuff but, happened, so yeah. So the good. next time anything gaming related, a gaming related one comes up, or yeah. kind of along that lines, definitely gonna get him to come back because I know that he wanted to really do this one. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I guess we can book it off here. Uh, don't want to make this one two hours again. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. So Our first episode was uh pretty long, so try and keep it's it good. around one thirty, one forty. Yeah, possible. it's a good, good uh stopping point, cut off point, you know. Yeah, and then we can move on to the next one. So uh, the next episode, so episode three is going to be about work experience and like you know like jobs. So kind of like what we've done with our lives and how we got to where we are i guess being yeah. like and like so like i guess it's like uh studying and stuff we can include in that and you know what we've always wanted to do and all that you know we can just talk about what yeah. we want to do as well you know future and stuff definitely yeah that'd right. be pretty cool 
That would be that that one's a good one. So uh I hate doing this outro, so should we do a know. Uh, so should we just do it alternative? So the person that starts the episode, the other person closes <laughs> it off. I was just yes. thinking about this right yes. now because yes. it never lines up. I know. It never lines up. Yeah. Okay. So you want me to close off? Or do you yes. want to? Yes, yeah, so I'm no, closing. You can, you can close I'm closing off. Close okay. So I hope you guys enjoyed watching and then listening. Um don't forget to spread it around, share it. And uh, we will catch you guys in the next one. So this is Mackenzie and Scott. Signing off.